Welcome to the Money Pig Podcast brought to you by Goodwin Investment Advisory, where our mission is to lead people to financial peace, independence, and generosity. I'm your host, Reed Trigo. If you're enjoying the show, please rate and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question do you want that you want us to address, you can email us at moneypig at goodwininvestment.com. And today on the show, we are joined by wealth advisor, certified financial planner here at GIA, Goodwin Investment Advisory, Justin Pitcock, for a discussion about how to get paid as a small business owner to start a retirement plan for your employees. Thanks for being here, Justin. Thanks for having me again. Yes. Always <laughs> good to have the smartest guy in the room. So this is how I, I improve myself. That. It's pretty close. All right. So how to get paid as a small business owner to start a retirement plan for your employees. That sounds too good to be true, but let's unpack the idea because we got some stuff to talk about here. Um, first of all, let's just start with why should a small business um, start a retirement plan? And let me, little background on that. I owned small businesses and small businesses can run on pretty tight margins, right? Oh, yeah. when, yep. when we do the business, we look at what's left sometimes and we're like, whew. We did a lot of work for that. <laughs> yeah. We don't calculate your hourly rate, you know, at yep. some point. But, but you know, once a, a business is up and going and it's successful and it's, it's producing good income, then there is a time you'd think, oh, what can I do to reward my employees? So why is it that a business would, would set up a retirement plan for its employees? There's two main reasons. You know, one is to attract and retain talent. And today's uh, landscape, it's how can you offer more benefits to be more attractive to potential employees at a smaller cost than just upping their salary, right? So one way to kind of have a, a mutual benefit there. Mm-hmm. And and you got to be competitive. There's, you know, all the, all the big employers out there are offering 401k plans. They're offering matching contributions. They've got the health insurance, all the other things. And from our experience working with small business owners, one of the lowest cost things that you can do for your employees is start a retirement plan. And so, uh, you know, on on that end, but selfishly as a business owner, it would be a fantastic account type for the business owner to save money on taxes and Mm. save for their own retirement. So it's, it's twofold selfishly for yourself (laughs) and then for your employees. And, and, you know, it, it helps you get, become more, uh, competitive. You can add vesting schedules in the 401k so that, hey, like they want to stick around because all those matching contributions you are providing, they've got to be there for a period of time to actually get to keep them. Awesome. And and we talk about this, but like small business owners, they're doing whatever it is they do. They own a salon, a, you know, a barbershop or whatever kind of small business, travel agency, something like that. They're doing what they're doing. And they have these employees and they want to, most people want to be able to set the, especially young employees on a good path and on a good path with good habits, money habits, especially in this case, Um, that's what we talk about a lot. So this does help employees set up a plan for their future as well. That's right. I mean, some people are wired to be good savers They, you know, probably have a savings account somewhere. But that's not the best way to save for retirement. And the odds are, if you don't do it for them, they're not going to get set up on their own. And so it's it's a 
you know, for their, for their retirement, for their future, it's a huge benefit that, I mean, it's an investment in them that, you know, I think there's some reward uh, more from just, you know, the, the feeling, the good feeling of doing the right thing for your employees. I love it. I love it. All right. So what kind of retirement plans are we talking about here? So 401ks, SEP IRAs, and, and simple plans. Now, we don't do simple plans here because they're not simple. And in our experience, they cause a lot of frustration for the business owner. So that's not what we're here for. We don't want our business owner clients to get frustrated. Well, so we stay in the 401k and SEP IRA. Yep. Uh, you know, account types. Right. And yep. these are because they're employer sponsored as opposed to IRAs and Roth IRAs and brokerage. Accounts, Those are, are yep. done individually. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Okay. So, good. so really we'll talk about a traditional 401k self-employed 401k and, and the SEP IRA. Okay. So kind of break down, let's, let's break down at least the 401k and the SEP IRA. Well, let's start with a SEP. Okay. So really there's generally well, normally no startup cost to set up a SEP plan for, for your employees. That's the beauty of it. It's it's actually very simple. Each employee will have to set up their own account. That's kind of the one hurdle there. You have to get with everybody to do it. And it's an employer-only contribution. So the employee is not putting any money in the SEP themselves. It's the employer putting that money in there. And what you do for one person or yourself, you have to do for everybody else. And it can range anywhere from you know starting out at you know zero or one percent all the way up to twenty five percent. You can't do more than twenty five percent of your employee's salary. Now, if you're a business owner and you're the only employee, you're actually stuck only doing about twenty percent unless you file as an S corp and W two yourself. Okay, and then you can do twenty five percent of your W two income. Of your W two income. Okay, that's right. Mm-hmm. So um, this the SEPs a great option because it's simple, not don't get it's confused. Not the, <laughs> it's not the simple IRA. <laughs> the SEP is actually the simple one. This um, is nothing like the IRS <laughs> to make it complicated. Okay, good. Your other option would be a, a traditional 401k and, and you can set 401k plans up to offer Roth as well. So employees and yourself, you could put money into the 401k, but have it go to Roth um, and then for uh, business owners who are the only employee like, that, that don't have employees, you could do a self-employed 401k. And generally, there's no startup cost to set up a self-employed 401k at most providers. And the the difference here is kind of the contribution formula. If you're a business owner and you're the only employee, you could do a SEP. You could do a self-employed 401k. There's no startup cost generally. But the formula to figure out how much money can go into those two different account types is different. You have a contribution limit that's with the 401k that's based on the the normal 401k rules. An employee can put 22,500 in there unless they're 50 or wiser in a year, in a year, 50 (laughs) or wiser. That's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you if you're 50, you get a catch up contribution, and yes. you could actually put in thirty thousand in 2023 as the employee. Now you're also the business or the business owner, so the business gets to put matching contributions in. And again, whatever you do for yourself, you've got to do for everybody else. If you're doing a self employed 401k, you're the only employee, then you can do 
up to a, basically like a 20% contribution of the company's profits in addition to the 22500 or 30000 if you're 50 or wiser. Okay. And, and so we see a lot of clients who are due to like their, their profit and, and their income, sometimes a self-employed 401k is better because they can put more money in. The SEP IRA, you can only put the 25% in if you W2 yourself or 20% if you don't. Um, now, if you have employees, you probably don't want to match everybody at 20% if right. you're doing the SEP. So, you know, maybe it's three, four, whatever. Um, and, and then I'm bouncing around here, but hopefully you're tracking. Yep. The full-blown 401k, there there are startup costs, but just like the self-employed 401k, you you have kind of the different contribution formulas. You got the component as an employee, 22500 and then you have the employer matching contributions. And with the full-blown 401k, there's some rules around what those matching contributions need to be in order for you, the business owner, to fully maximize and use that plan yourself. Um, so we help our clients navigate that. I think that might be beyond the scope of this podcast, but just know we we could help you with that. So these are the different account types. And with the passing of the Secure Act 2.0, yeah. uh, this part of the law went into effect at the beginning of this year, business owners can get paid to start one of these plans for their employees. Business owners usually like the idea of hearing the words, <clears throat> you can get paid. So, and it, <clears throat> you know, I got to say, it does sound too good to be true, but talk us through this. These these were these incentives created in this Secure Act 2.0 at yep. the start of 2023, which was a beast of a bill, but had some really interesting things in there for, for retirement plans and deferred um, savings. Yeah. It, it, the bill, I think, across the board was great for small business owners. It was great for uh, savers. Mm-hmm. And so what we'll focus on today is is just how this can relate to 401k plans or SEP IRAs and, and business owners. So they're, they, the IRS now is providing a tax credit to incentivize more small businesses to offer retirement plans. They're, they're almost making it so um, attractive that who would say no? <laughs> is that right? Okay. And, and so there's uh, the, the law is broken into two segments. There's a, a startup credit and a contribution credit. And the startup credit is, is a, a credit that's available for the first three years. And it's kind of an either or component here where it's the lesser of what your startup costs are, or there's a formula that you get a credited amount based on the number of non-highly compensated employees. Okay. So there's a definition for that. Yeah, the HCEs. <laughs> yep. That's a but, whole new podcast, yep. but yes, exactly. So it, it's the lesser of the two. So mm-hmm. if you're doing a SEP IRA uh, and, and there's no startup cost, well, that, that's a zero. Right. But there's still the contribution component of this formula that where you could get paid to put money in your employees' accounts. Basically, just to kind of summarize, like what is an HCE? That's anybody that owns 5% or more of the company or makes $150,000 or more mm, okay. in 2023. And every year that number gets adjusted up for inflation. So that's the, the current um, threshold for 2023. 
So let's say you've got a small business, you've got 20 employees, and you do a 401k plan. Startup costs were, let's say, $2,000. Okay, you'll you'll get a $2,000 credit to cover your startup costs. And there are actually some 401k plan administrators that are offering an additional tech credit. And, and they don't want to phrase it as like a rebate or anything like this, but they're basically um, paying you to get set up with your payroll provider. And we've seen tech credits of up to about $5,000. So here's how you get paid to start up a, see. a plan. Maybe the startup costs are 2000 bucks. Well, the IRS has given you a $2,000 credit covers 100% of your cost up to 5000 because you have got 20 or more employees or of non-HCE, non-highly compensated employees. Mm-hmm. And then you're getting paid by the 401k plan administrator who's making an investment in you to be a client and they're paying you, I've, we've seen up to $5,000. Because they know that there's 20 employees who are <clears throat> going to be contributing. They're all going to participate. Right. We're going to encourage them to do that or however yes. it's going to work. Um, and and how the tax credit tax credit work is that like the LLC is filing its corporate tax return and on that line they say wait we spent two thousand dollars and automatically somebody goes oh well there's two thousand dollar credit on that you'll need to talk to your CPA okay. on that one but <laughs> I'm sure it's it's on I mean because you know you don't have to be a corporate entity it could be an LLC a partnership you know so it's it's on the tax return um, and and you'll have to claim the credit. People who know um, me would laugh so hard that I just actually asked uh, that question. But taxes um, are my kryptonite and here I am. <laughs> Never mind. So the okay. second part of the of of this tax credit, the Secure Act 2.0 tax credit is the contribution credit. And if you've got 50 or less employees that have wages under 100,000, then the first $1,000 of contributions that you put in your employee's account gets reimbursed for you. So think about it. You've got, let's just say you have 50 employees that make less than 100,000 and you put, that's $50,000. If you, if you gave every employee a thousand bucks, the IRS is paying you to do that. So dollar for dollar, if you put a thousand dollars in each employee's account, and, and those are the employees that made a hundred thousand or less. They're not going to pay you to do it for the folks that made more money than that. <laughs> so to be clear, but you get paid to provide this great benefit to those employees. And those are probably the employees that need it the most. That's right. Yeah. And you're thinking like under a hundred thousand dollars, that's still $45 an hour or $50 an yeah, hour. These are, yeah. these are decently paid employees. These are good sure. jobs. Yeah. yeah. These are good jobs. And, and then, there, there is a phase out on this part of the tax credit. If you have more than 50 employees, you gradually get phased out of this tax credit up to the point where if you've got 100 employees, you're completely phased out. There, it's really, this law is really focusing on small employers trying to really help them provide this awesome benefit to their employees at basically no cost. And, and the contribution credit is available for the first five years of starting a retirement plan. And it the first two years, it's 100%. So if you put in $1,000 per employee, you get $1,000 back. The year three, you get $750 back if you put 1000 in. And then 
year four, it's $500 if you did 1000 Year five, it's $250 credit back if you did 1000 So it does phase out, but hopefully that's that's giving you as the business owner the opportunity to establish a plan, to, to build the business, to invest in your employees, and get started at, at no cost. And worst case scenario, you can always terminate a plan. If you hit hard times, you can you can skip a year. You don't have to make matching contributions, but you can right now, and you can get reimbursed for that. And there's even 401k plan administrators out there that will pay you to get started. Yeah. See, that's interesting because as I mentioned, I've been in the small business world and you're like, well, you got to, if you're going to make matching contributions for your employees on a 401k, you got to factor that into their compensation. You got to be thinking about that as the total package of their compensation, including your portion of the employer's portion of their tax, their payroll taxes and all this kind of stuff. So um, this does make it way more appealing than when I might've done this many years ago, which I was just being a nice guy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, it's, it's really appealing. If your business is in that sweet spot, the businesses that are going to get the most uh, the largest credit are those between 20 and 50 employees. But I mean, you're, if you've got less than 20 employees, there's still a credit there for you. It's going to cover your cost. If you, if you've got over 50, you still get the startup credit. You just are getting phased out of the contribution credit. That's great. So, yeah, you know, and I think the long-term goal, I love that they're doing this for small businesses because, you know, we tend to hire um, starting out, or, you know, new employees, entry level types of jobs, and we yep. develop them as we can. And, and as we know, kind of financial astuteness or sophistication for our young people isn't always amazing. So if we can help them get on good financial footing, no matter what kind of business we own That's and right. create good habits of just constant right. deductions from their payroll, that will, that helps them down oh, yeah. the road. And yep. if we can then keep them from cashing it out to, you know, buy a car, <laughs> that's, right. that's even better. Yep. So um, that's, that's fantastic. So how do we here at GIA um, actually help small business owners set these up? Cause I know you've done this a few times. Oh, yeah. Yep. We, we work with a lot of small business owners and, and we really want to understand your personal goals and understanding what, what your personal goals are. We can navigate, you know, do you need a full-blown 401k plan? Do you qualify for a self-employed 401k plan? Or let's just keep this really simple and do a SEP. And and so we can navigate that. It's going to provide a, a great tax deferral for you, for you as the business owner. And it's going to provide a great benefit for the employee. For, for full-blown 401k plans will help um, as a, like in a consultant role, work with a 401k plan administrator. And that's, that's a, a, a third party that um, we can uh, basically shop out for you. There's, there's different vendors that we like. Um, and, and so we'll explain the pros and cons of the different vendors and definitely tell you about the ones that are offering a, uh, a tech, tech, credit. Fee, <laughs> tech credit. <laughs> yeah. So um, those are, those are, yeah, especially attractive to work with right now. Um, but we'll, we'll, We'll work as a consultant to help get this set up for you. And then on an ongoing basis, we're there to help your employees when they have questions about how should they be invested, what, you know, education on the investment options, should they do pre-tax or Roth, what are, you know, so we're, we're there to provide education for everybody when any, anytime an employee has questions, um, we're here 
to help manage the investment options that are available for your employees. And we like to keep that really simple so that even the employees that have no financial experience mm-hmm. can can be in something that they understand. Yeah. And so we're we're here to help with that on a ongoing basis. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, awesome. thank you. And as Justin was just saying, as financial advisors, we manage and balance portfolios, but the unique value that we offer is that we work to understand our clients' individual goals so we can have these types of planning conversations that are so personal and unique to each individual. So thanks again for joining us. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating and review. Follow our show wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, if you have a question you'd like us to address, you can submit that by emailing us at moneypig. Yeah, at goodwininvestment.com. It is called moneypig. <laughs> Money <Pig. laughs> Thanks much. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. The Money Pick Podcast is hosted by Reed Trigo, a financial advisor at Goodwin Investment Advisory. This podcast is intended to share information and perspectives, but should not be interpreted as legal, financial, or tax advice. The opinions shared by participants are not necessarily endorsed by the company. Goodwin Investment Advisory is regulated by the SEC, and the company operates in compliance with applicable securities, laws, and regulations.